ready to count down. Blog Talk Radio. afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled Day-to-Day Living During This Novel Pandemic. And this is something that we are all experiencing all over the world. And as usual, I like to read the promotional material. And today I'm going to read the short pitch, which says the coronavirus is spreading worldwide. People are dying, and the social distancing is the new norm. So we are in unprecedented times. The entire world is living with the outbreak of a pandemic disease, coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. It is spreading, and the death toll is rising. Globally, we are being called to social distancing, the new norm. And our daily living routines have come to a screeching halt. There is one unanswered question, what next? So today I want to talk about the COVID-19. And I just want to say, for starters, that we're not going to hash, rehash what's being said on the news media, uh, the television, the radio, social media. We're just going to talk from a personal perspective, and I'm using a plural because I have guests in the studio today, and I'm going to get to their introductions in a minute. But the facts around COVID-19 are changing daily, uh, minute by minute, so I don't want to take the chance of saying something that's incorrect. So this is just going to be a kitchen table conversation sort of thing. We're going to come from a very personal perspective and share what's, what we're doing, what's on our minds, what's on our hearts. So I just want to say, what is a pandemic? I had to research, actually, the difference between pandemic and epidemic. We hear epidemic all the time, but this pandemic is different. Just like I said, it's unprecedented times. And a pandemic is a global outbreak of disease. And it happens when it's a new virus that emerges to infect people through transmission, and there's no pre-existing immunity against the new virus, so it spreads. So we're talking about the coronavirus, which is in the news, COVID-19, and on March 11th, COVID-19 outbreak, the COVID-19 outbreak was characterized as a pandemic by the World Health Organization. So here we are today talking about it, and I thank you for joining us and listening in. So with that, I want to welcome our special guests that are in the studio today. 
I chose a few select people to join us to talk about their personal experiences and day-to-day living during this novel pandemic. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about themselves, and then we'll move on to our discussion. Okay, so who'd like to go first? I will go first. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Minister Naila? Minister, this is Minister Naila Jones, and I live I can in Atlanta. Okay, this is interesting. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Well, we rely on technology, but something is not working right now. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Well, I'm going to call Minister Naila again. Are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Dr. Lay, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. Could you hear me at all in my introduction? Yeah, we could, I can hear your introduction fine. Okay. Yes, I, I, I just okay. Well, I couldn't hear you, and I'm glad I didn't cut you off. Okay, Minister Naila, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay, I am Minister Naila Jones, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. How this is affecting me is that um, I am one of those individuals who is highly active out in the community. And because I am a senior, (laughs) it is required that all seniors stay inside now because we are prone to this virus that is going around. Now, I'm not afraid or I'm not in any kind of panicky situation because I know the Lord. Uh He did not give me a spirit of fear. Uh Not at all. Fear is of the devil, and I always tell the devil to get me behind me. (laughs) So although I cannot actively be out in the community, there are still things that I can do via telephone, and that's what I do. I can still help people. I do food pantry. I do clothing pantry. I do events. Can't go out to any events, but I can take care of a lot of things via telephone, and that's how Mm -hmm. I have been handling the situation and just being in prayer because I know that God is in control of everything. Very good. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Atlanta, Georgia. Tell us where that is. What region is that? Atlanta, Georgia is in the southeast region of the United States. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Dr. Lay, 
tell our audience who you are. And uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, this is Doctor. This is Doctor Michael Lay, and uh, I live in uh, the state of Washington, um, about twenty miles or so uh, southeast of Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm I have a pretty active kind of uh, ministry that I'm involved in teaching. Uh, at at church, at school, and, and you know, in the community, doing various activities. Uh, for example, feeding, help feeding the homeless, um, and just just a tr- uh, pretty active uh, in terms of the ministry. And I too am a senior citizen. I'm uh, 71, <laughs> and, uh, and and so I, uh, you know, I. Uh, you know, I'm aware of the uh, health uh, situation for us older uh, citizens, uh, but at the same time, I try to do things to take care of myself so that I won't get sick. So I do, uh, not only do I wash my hands and uh, um, keep the, the social distancing that I'm supposed to keep or that suggested that we keep, I at, regularly exercise and uh, one way that uh, one way that the uh, this pandemic has uh, you know it interfered, I think, and got me out of my routine is I have to kind of uh, do different things to exercise. For example, I like to go play golf uh, several times a week, and and uh, that's just been uh, made uh, it, it just been cut off from. Uh, from a place that we could go to as uh, individuals. So I, I can, I have to get back to walking and riding my bike and those kind of things. So I have to shift around and so on like that. But I think the, the one thing I wanted to say, a couple of things I wanted to say by way of how it affected me. I think, I think when I first saw the pandemic uh, arise in the state of Washington, because that's where it uh, kind of, uh, you know, rose up the, the biggest at first in the in the United States, and uh-huh. uh, you know over the deaths of individuals, I was really kind of I was sad, and I was sad that about those deaths. I was sad about the daily reports about about how things were going because it didn't sound like things were going very very well. And I think is I, I you know I felt sad about that. I didn't feel fearful. I felt sad about it, and uh, you know I had to uh, kind of move by faith and, and noticing that I can't. I can't stay sad because how am I going to be effective as a Christian if I'm sad all the time and kind of dragging around, uh, you know, the community. I needed to be, you know, I needed to put that sadness behind and pray about the situation and continue to pray about the situation and still be active and do what I can, find different ways to to impact the community through, uh, you know, whatever, what, you know, conference calls. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. through, through uh, doing uh, my, my schoolwork, doing it online and doing it, uh, uh, sending uh, various texts and uh, emails to my students and keeping in touch with them and trying to keep them working. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be calling them too and, and working with them on the phone uh, one-on-one to try to help them to do what they need to do to keep keep moving forward. So those some of the things I have to – I guess the, the critical thing is that I've had to find different ways to do things on a daily ba- basis because things are kind of fluid. They're changing almost every day. 
That's right. That's right. Very good. So both of you introduced yourself, and you kind of got into the first question, but I'm going to ask the question again because maybe there's something else you'd like to share. And that is, how are you coping with these unprecedented times? So you talked a little bit about, you know, some of the adjustments you've made, but how are you coping? So, Dr. Lee, I love the fact that you talked about your emotion. It was very sad when we kept hearing what was going on at a particular location, a particular place here in the state of Washington, uh, Seattle, Washington, that is. And it it was sad. But talk a little bit about, both of you, if you will, please, how you are coping with these unprecedented times. I I think is one thing I'm doing is, uh, you know, adjusting, uh, you know, my outlook. You know, Uh okay, today... Today, uh, things are like this, but uh, by faith, we're going to move past this point. Uh-huh, and, and so uh-huh. I, I've had to, I've had to uh, you know, have a, a long-distance look at uh, when things are going to be, we're going to be better. Because right now, it looks like there's, there may be a little light at the end of the tunnel, but it's very little light. And, and we, have to, we have to move by faith, not knowing uh, what tomorrow will bring. His faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And the next uh-huh. verse says, and I like this next verse, is by it the elders obtained a good report. So that the elders are the elders are the saints of old. They gained a, re, a good report by moving by faith, not knowing what tomorrow would bring, but uh-huh. knowing who held tomorrow. Good, very good, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, 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 so it, it's, for me, it's, it's like it's moving by faith, you know, through these situations. And I, and I, and I recall is a difficult time in my life that uh, it was similar in that, you know, it didn't, you know, you couldn't really, I couldn't really see tomorrow very clearly. And that was uh-huh. when my mother died. When my mother uh-huh. died, I couldn't really, I couldn't really see tomorrow or, when I was going to not feel as bad as I was feeling today, but I, but I, but you know, I knew by faith that I would, it would get better. And, and what do you know, it did get better by faith as I kept moving through the situation. And it's, and it's the same kind of situation. We don't know what, in, in the sense that it's the same kind of situation. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know right. how difficult it is going to, you know, how much more difficult is it going to be tomorrow? You know, is uh-huh. it going to be? Are we going to have martial law tomorrow? You know, right. what is? You know, what? We don't know how bad it's going to get. And right. uh, and I've been, you know, and the other thing is I, I've been doing is I've been following, you know, the reports, the daily briefings, and so on like that, and uh, you know, keeping track of things. So I think, you know, you can't, uh, you know, yeah, I think you have to face reality. You know, I think uh-huh. somebody. I think I was. We, we were as a group. Uh, we were talking the other day, and somebody came with a kind of conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I uh-huh. thought, I thought, I thought that's really off base. You know, that's that's not dealing with reality. You know, uh-huh. that's that's like, you know, that's like uh, uh, dealing with things through a comic book kind of thing, or a way of thinking about things, or unrealistic th- way of thinking about things. And I think God wants us to face reality, you know, he wants us to face reality and move, 
based on that reality, based on his reality of the situation, that things are going to get better and the saints are going to make it through uh, real well. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm one of the saints, so I'm going, to make it, I'm going to make it through okay. You know, I'm not going to start running to Fred Myers and buying toilet paper every day or trying to. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, understand all that. <laughs> I understand you know, I'm a, I'm a, that people are hoarding, but go I'm, ahead. I'm sorry, Dr. Lake. Go ahead. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, is that, it, you know, we have to keep our focus. Those we people do. that are hoarding, they, they have no, their hope is in toilet paper. You know, their hope is in, uh, you know, whatever they need to stock up on. They think they need to stock up on. That's where their hope is. And thank mm-hmm. God we got, we got the Lord that we, our hope is, is based on. And, right. and things are going to get better. And if they there's are. no toilet paper on the shelf today, there'll be some toilet paper tomorrow. You know, eventually mm-hmm. <laughs> folks are going to figure it out. It's a, right. You know, this, isn't, this, is a, this is a disease, not a to- toilet paper shortage. It's not that kind of scenario. Right, right. So I think I, I guess my, my focus needs to be on the Lord through, through it all, you know, and, and adjust through the Lord, through every situation. Be like, be like Joseph. Joseph, you know, when he was, when, he, when his brothers sold him into uh, slavery and so on, and when they threw uh-huh. him in the pit and when he, and when he got into Pontifer's house and Mrs. Pontifer, uh, you know, uh, scandalized his name, so to speak, you know, that Joseph, as he went through those different situations, he never complained. Uh-huh. He never complained uh-huh. once and, and thought and asked the Lord, why, why me, Lord? He just kept, he just kept moving uh, through the various situations as they changed and he kept moving by faith. And so uh-huh. that's what, that's what, you know, I need to do that. I need to be like Joseph and move by faith and not be dissuaded by the situation that exists today in, in our, you know, in our world around us. Right. I, I'm going to come back and ask you a question, but I'm going to share a little bit and then move on to, to Minister Naila. So I'll, I'll share, too, even though I'm the host and people hear from me all the time. I am coping with these unprecedented times, I believe, because I do have the right focus. And, and Dr. Lay, I thank you for using that word. It just so happens, you know, I believe in God's impeccable timing in all things. And uh, that, 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 that's, a, that's a, a choice, you know, to be able to see and know that God is in control of this situation. I'm not saying that he caused it, but he's allowing it for whatever reason. Those are my choice words. But this mm-hmm. happens to be the time that I am doing the Daniel fast for the Lenten season. So we started on February 26th, which was, which was Ash Wednesday, and then we'll end um, at sundown the day before Resurrection Day, which is April 12th. And I can't tell you where I would be if I weren't fasting, but I know that as a result of fasting, that my focus has been spot on. I've been able to respond to this situation in a way hopefully and prayerfully, that is pleasing to the Lord, and also to be able to offer words of encouragement to others. There is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scary time, and, you, it, you know, we have, to, we have to acknowledge what's going on in other people's lives, you know, and not judge them, but to be able to say, you know, and agree with them, but then also offer them hope. And I love the scripture, 11, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. 
hope is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. I love that because when we can't see, we're actually um, walking by faith. So I'll say that. That's how I'm coping. It's just that I have the right focus because this is the right thing to go on at the right time at the right place for me. So that's a personal statement. That's not something that I would expect everybody to be able to say. But for me, this is the right time. And I thank God that I have fasting and will continue to fast and uh, keep that focus. Okay, Minister Naila. Well, you know, it's interesting that um, we're, all, we're all really talking about faith because, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I had just written down, for we live by believing and not by seeing, because we, <laughs> we're not going to always see everything. We have to believe right. the word of God. You know, we have to mm-hmm. believe that what God says is what it is. That's right. And trials and tribulations will come. But that still does not mean that we stop believing God's word. Because uh-huh. he didn't say it was going to be easy. Right. right. You know, and and the other thing that I wanted to uh mention was um I think I think um doctor used the uh used um Joseph as an example. Well I went back to uh the book of Exodus uh mm-hmm. when uh the plagues were when God sent Moses to you know to Pharaoh to tell him to let his people go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, uh, he he gave him a staff. You know, what has God given us? Right, right. So we, you know, we really have to understand that it's it's all about God's timing, and like you said, it's it, it's not that God caused it, but there's a reason for everything. And I, you know, mentioned before, you know, I'm not worrying, I'm not stressing, I'm not panicking over this. Uh, because I know who the victory belongs to. It belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets That's the good. victory and the glory out of all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I it just kind of reminds me of of a song. You know, when when we sing, you know, "Tell me who can stand before us <laughs> when we <laughs> call on that great name." Jesus, Uh Jesus, precious Jesus, we have the victory. And I rely on God's word. And Uh I believe. And Uh I trust him no matter what Uh happens in this world. Uh That's good. Okay, the question I want to come back to, that's good. So we we lay the foundation. Now, 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 just suppose based on what all we've said, that someone could walk away from that conversation and think, well, you know, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus and God's got this and he's gonna, not going to forsake me and I'm not going to get sick, right? Someone could walk away with that perception. So the question at hand is, what do you say to the person who contracts the COVID-19 and is a saint. 
Don't all start talking at the same time. <laughs> well, yeah, I think this this well, is Dr. Lay. Okay, go, I go think. Ahead, okay. Go ahead. Well, he's a saint, and you know, I know that. Um, uh, you know, we're all on different levels, but um, we are already dead. Because we were crucified with Christ We will live uh-huh, uh-huh. And the same oh. Hard to know that uh-huh. And I know you know That our natural selves You know um, <laughs> You know it, it Because I've gone through this You know where I've been hurting And I've gotten bad news from the doctor But once again I trusted God and he mm-hmm. brought me through. And I and I know Nausea, you can attest to that on one occasion. Mhm. Mhm. You know, uh when I had a surgery that was only supposed to be a three hour surgery and it went longer oh, than yes. three hours and I was hospitalized. Oh yes. oh yes. Yes. God takes care of his people. I believe that. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And so I still say, you know, even if we happen to, you know, uh, be affected by the virus, we still have to believe that the victory still belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Dr. Leigh, what would be your response? I think it's uh, something to the effect of to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, is that, uh, you know, whatever our condition is, is um, whatever our condition is, we just have to we just continue to live by faith. Even if we're uh, sick and it looks like we're sick unto death, we still have to move by faith. And if we should leave this life and, and pass into eternal life, we'll be, we'll be in a much better place than we was uh, before we passed, you know, before we left mm-hmm. this life. So we have to we have to move by faith, and we have to be, you know, if we haven't got the uh, a virus or some sickness on the death, we have to we have to be praising the Lord for that that blessing that we have, and and we don't want to if we if we get if we should get sick, we don't want to start cursing the Lord. Uh, we don't want to give up on the Lord. We want to keep our focus on the Lord. Regardless of our situation, regardless of how uh, tough it might be, I think, I think, uh, and this gets into the, your, your one of your other questions is, I think this is a time where the saints, you know, all of us that are call ourselves saints, can prove ourselves. You know, we can. It, it, it's like uh, we had we had we had service the other day uh, via uh, conference call. And uh, some people didn't show up, and some people didn't show up because uh, be- because they didn't think that we we're going to have something. They didn't wait, you know. They didn't wait on. The, uh, let me just say it this way: they didn't wait on the Lord. They hurried. Uh-huh. They hurried ahead and and went and did whatever their thing was. And uh-huh. uh, and I, and I think is this is a this is a time that we can that you know that we can prove our faith or God can prove our faith. 
can help us to be uh, more faithful, uh, more committed, and, and more focused on Him. You know, this is not this is not a time for us to be lollygagging. You know, uh, and and coming to church when we feel like it, uh, coming to prayer service when we feel like it, coming to Bible study when we feel like it. That this is not that time. It's uh-huh. time for us to uh, you know to tighten up our belts. And if we've been going the the wrong way, so to speak, we've been we haven't been going to we haven't been going to Sunday school when we should, or Bible study, or or prayer service. This is a time we can get you know we can get back on track and stay right. on track. Okay. You know, and this is this this is definitely a time that we need to be uh, running to the Lord and building building our ourselves up in the most holy faith. And, okay. and that's that's what I that's what I think we need to do. We can't. We can't be because we might get sick. We might get sick, and if you and if if you do get sick and you're out there lollygagging, you're gonna you're gonna feel a little little bit uh, uh, you know cut off, so to speak. You're gonna feel a little stranded if you get sick and you've been you haven't been coming to the conference calls. You haven't been uh, uh, you know attending worship. You haven't been reading your Bible like you should. You haven't been studying your Word and so on. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel a little stranded, you know. Huh. And and I think is is the way that we can you know that we can uh, prove ourselves is by being faithful. That that uh-huh. you know you that's just that's just key. We have to be faithful now. There's no there's not a time for for not you know not going to church or not doing stuff. This is the time to do stuff. Right. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to plug this in and say thank you for both of your um, comments that God still allows sickness uh, for his own purposes. You know, and like I said, he might he doesn't cause it, but he allows it. And that may be a time of suffering, a season of suffering for us. And sometimes that sickness could be a disease. It could be even a worldwide pandemic. Um, And then also there's sickness and disease as a result of living in a fallen world. So sometimes people can have this panacea that, you know, nothing's going to happen to uh, the believer or the saint. Uh, But no, God may cause or allow something to happen to you. And just like uh, Minister Naiva said, you know, when we do, you know, the, the, uh, the, the passage is count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials and tribulations, knowing that testing of your faith produces endurance. So, again, it's that word, that faith. It's, it's an opportunity to how are we going to respond to God? So I don't know, and I'm not going to say that this pandemic necessarily has a specific spiritual cause, but I think as an individual, like Dr. Lay, you've been saying, we need to take stock. Where are we? You know, what, how are we living what is our response to God? Is this a gift of time? How are we going to utilize that gift of time? And then, you know, rest assuredly that God is sovereign and he is and has control over all things. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a delight. It really is a delight for things to be, um, for my life to be interrupted, you know, uh, for things to come to a screeching halt. This is really a gift of time for me, and I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I have taken advantage of it in many ways, not only in my uh, Christian and spiritual disciplines, but also just in um, being able to kind of get organized and do some yard work and all those good things. 
Okay, so hey, can I can I just go ahead. Um, yes. piggyback yes. Go ahead. on uh, something that you uh, said uh, and what Dr. Lay has uh, indicated also. Um, this time that we have right now is mm-hmm. more precious than ever because most of us who work and, or, you know, are, are really active in the church and busy doing things, a lot of times, you know, we don't, we didn't have a lot of time to spend with the Lord. You know, this time for me, because mm-hmm. I am home, and my daughter laughs when I say I'm I'm home. You know, I I have more time to spend with God, to spend in mm-hmm. His Word, to listen mm-hmm. to what He has to say. And I mm-hmm. pray that you know the country, <laughs> you know, comes together. I'm just tearing up here, you know, to. To, okay. to really seek to, to seek God's face. Yes. Amen. To Amen. seek his face. Yes. That's what he wants. We're his children. He loves yes. us. Mhm. Mhm. And he's there for us. He watches over us every day. He's the one the twenty third Psalm says it all. He's our provider, mm-hmm. our protector, he's our everything. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I, I mean, I, for me, it gives me more time. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm up five o'clock in the morning on the prayer line. I have more than one prayer line. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, before, you know, I was too tired because I couldn't handle my busy schedule. Uh-huh. But I have time. Nothing but time. So I'm gonna give him my time. I'm gonna have it. Right. That's that's good. I can I can hear that passion and that emotion. That's good. Uh, I, I'm gonna plug in the Second Chronicles 7:14, and this is a new international okay. version. It says, "If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land." So. Uh, that that he's talking to his people. He's saying, if my people, those of us who belong to him, those of us who know him, those whom he has called out, and uh, before the foundation of the earth was laid. So there's a lot that this verse is saying to all of us in terms of how are we going to choose to live, not only during this pandemic, but from these days forward. So I want to real quickly, you know, we only have 10 minutes left. That 45 minutes went quickly. It's a little mishap in the beginning with the technology, but what what has been the greatest impact on your life? What would you say? I think uh, we've talked about how we see God in and through all of this, so I won't ask that question, but what has been the greatest impact on your life? Uh, real quickly, because we only have like about nine minutes left, so I'll let whoever wants to go first go. So this is Dr. Lay, and I think the biggest impact probably is uh, – not being able to me, not being able to go to church uh, service every every Sunday and and be able to uh, do primarily that activity and uh, you know prayer going to prayer service on uh, Saturdays or on Wednesdays, just having free access to 
to church, you know, being able uh-huh. to go there and, and uh, be there with the other saints and just uh, fellowship, just being, just being in their company, just being in their presence and being in the presence of the Lord. It's, uh, um, that's been kind of the biggest impact. And that's the, the thing that, uh, that I miss the most is not being able to go to church uh, and uh, listen to the choir sing, uh, listen to the preacher preach. Uh, those, are, those are the things that I miss. And, Amen. Uh, I, I Amen. Was, you know, I, I think those are the, that's, the, that's the biggest thing and being able to do ministry like I normally would do it. You know, I, like I normally, I had an activity that I was planning to do and I'd normally be out going door to door trying to support that activity and sending uh, flyers out and taking them out different places and I can't do those things now. So it's, it's hampered uh, some things that I like to do in terms of, of, of uh, serving the Lord. So that's the biggest mm-hmm. kind of impact, I think. Amen. Amen. Minister Naila. Well, I would say that um, that same impact affect, affects me because um, I, I really do miss the fellowship with the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss the children because I interact with the, you know, children's church. But um, on another note, you know, we do have streaming. It's not the same, but I can mm-hmm. still be in fellowship with the choir and and the pastor, you know, even though I'm not physically there. Right. Right. Yeah, I I would I would agree with both of you. Uh I think I I you know, running the nonprofit Yield to the King Ministry, I'm on the computer most of the time. And um out and about also in the community doing outreach, but when we first started talking about the the number when it was at 250, uh, we were still holding worship service. And then when it went down to 50 and then 10, uh, I, I just could not wrap my head around uh, having a worship experience st- streaming. I mean, it happens. And I know that I'm thankful for the technology that we do have because I've been really utilizing Zoom video conferencing. But it, it's, a, it's a different way to roll. And I had to wrap my head around it. And so I miss I miss that in person and personal contact the hugs and stuff like that. You know, I'm a hugger, you know, so that social distancing thing wouldn't work for me with my church body because uh, uh, that's not six feet away. My arms aren't that long. So it's been, it's been a, it's been a challenge uh, with that, but you know what, this, this, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. I want to share with uh, the, the uh, listening audience and, and both of you, today, this is hot off the press, I got a, an email from a young lady who serves uh, in our women's ministry at Church by the Side of the Road, my home congregation, and uh, she forwarded it to, it to us all as a word of encouragement, but it came from one of our brothers in the church, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and give him credit. His name is Brother London. But you know how we play around with acronyms, and there's a lot of them out there that can just say what needs to be said just by looking at each letter in a word? So this word is lockdown, uh, because we're all in lockdown. We're holed up. We're locked down. But it says lockdown. Oh, yeah. L, listen to God's voice and reflect. Let go and let God. O, obey his word and his teachings. C, call on Jesus' name 
and be calm. K, know what is the purpose of all of this. D, dwell in his presence. Do not panic. O, offer a prayer for everyone's safety. W, wait and be patient. This too shall pass. And N, our personal, nurture our personal relationship with him. And I thought that was pretty cool. Lockdown. I hadn't heard that. Had either of you heard that? No. I had, and as a matter of, yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. been going around. Okay, so we're on the same page then, aren't we? Right, right. <laughs> okay, we've got four minutes left, and I want to ask each of you if you have any words, any more or further words of encouragement for our listening audience who is all over the world going through the same thing that we're going through. What words of encouragement would you have? We have four minutes to do this. Okay, I would use um, the scripture, uh, Romans 8 and 28. We know mm-hmm. that all good, all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Amen. So that's saying we have to find the good in this. And the good is according to what's pleasing to God, not necessarily what's pleasing to us. Okay, Dr. Lay, what would you, what words of encouragement would you have? You know, I I would uh, tell everybody, I would want everybody to be encouraged and to uh, live by faith. And I'm really encouraged by, uh, by once again, Hebrews, the 11th chapter and that second verse. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that that uh, after after Paul gives us, if you believe Paul wrote Hebrews, after he gives us that that definition of what faith is, and then he, he the next verse says, "For by it the elders obtained a good report." You know, and I think we have to see ourselves as as being one of those saints, uh, whatever time it is. It says or by the elders obtained a good report, or whatever time that was that they obtained a good report was by faith. And that's, that's, that was difficult times and troubling times and hard times and unbearable times. And uh, for by the elders obtained a good report. And I think we have to move by faith and just, uh, you know, follow the Lord as he, as he guides us and leads us. This, uh-huh. this uh, I think, is what people, uh, different ones have said today, this too will pass. This too yeah, will yeah. pass. Yeah. And after Amen. it's passed, we need to be different than the, than the Hebrew children. We, we need to not forget what God did oh. for us when we were going through this, this time of pestilence, this time of difficulty, this time, time of inconvenience. We, we mm-hmm. have to remember of how God blessed us and enabled us to get through. Amen. Right, I encourage everybody to Amen. 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 And I'll share Psalm 91, verses 1 through 4. This is the New International Version. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Verse 4 says, and he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. 
So, yes, we've covered the scripture. We've talked about how God is in and through this whole situation. We've talked about how it has impacted our lives personally and uh, collectively. Uh, we all have a church family. We serve. Minister, Minister Naila, you serve. Uh, Dr. Lay, you are an elder, and I know that you serve, and you're also a professor in a Bible college. Uh, Bible University. So I just thank you all for taking the time out of your busy schedule today to be here and to share with our listening audience all over the world about uh, this COVID-19, this novel pandemic, and how it is impacting uh, your lives and your family's lives. So with that, I am going to say God bless all of you, and may God keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. And we will talk again in a couple of weeks. And thank you, Dr. Lane and Minister Naila, for being here in the studio with us today. God bless you. God bless thank you. you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.